and you're going too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far Welcome to Morehole and Stokes. It's been a while. How you guys been? Yeah, fucking a. It's been a minute, boys. A couple months. Yeah, that's our, that's our style. Do like four or five <laughs> episodes in a row, then come back and uh, here we are. Flake out for like three months. Our one listener is sitting there somewhere being really angry about this. My my brother always gives me a hard time. He, he's a <laughs> he's he's a habit or a frequent flyer with a hole in Stokes, so. Well, I think we, like, had to come out of the fucking word work for this one, though. I mean, it's, uh, like, it was, I, it I was, literally had no idea what y'all were talking about the other day when you, when, when you texted and were saying, like, oh, do you see some updates that came out? Because I had heard maybe a week before, so, like, oh, there's a shareholder meeting. They might announce a thing or two, like, who knows? But, but that was all, and then all yeah. of a sudden, and and for hours after I got home, I was finding more and more stuff that they had, and I just I didn't I didn't see a place where it was all like collected together. So I was just oh I saw this, oh I saw that, oh I saw that, and there was just like holy fucking G- jumping fucking Jesus. There's more. I literally googled like how do you buy stock after that. <laughs> no, I, I wonder, it, it felt like I was like scouring the internet for information, like before twitter tells me everything so that, that was kind of cool i was it because yeah. i actually like like i think matt did this too from from what he said on the chat it's like i i read some like listicle buzzfeed thing where it was like detailing to me what was in the the news dump and in the process i missed like a ton of important details and when i went back through like two or three different times I was still poking through and like discovering shit that I had not had any idea the first two or three times I read through. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm, I'm I feel like I'm not even hundred percent up to date on everything, but I, I know the one headline I kept seeing was like 10 star Wars shows, 10 or 10, 10 projects for star Wars, 10 star, 10 products for Marvel. And then like 15 other things. But right. Yeah. I didn't even get through the Marvel stuff. I, I, I barely even, yeah. Time yeah that's like a whole a whole nother separate episode of itself i think is like exactly just, just to talk about all the shit for marvel that they know well i i got tripped up because because like like everybody said you know there was all these different announcements and all these different like sources were like some of it was on twitter some of it was like in some articles or listicles which like i really hate that word it's just i don't know it's way too close it reminds to me of testicles yeah listicles is a Listicle, thing yeah, it's like a, a like ten this that you haven't this is the like it's a you know it's a, 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 a article that's a list like a BuzzFeed top ten Harry Potter things that you didn't know were also a noodle like it's, you know uh, whatever the fuck for some reason is. the like, two things that are most turned into listicles are like Star Wars content and then like recipes. If you ever need to like figure out how to make some kind of like freaking popovers on the internet god fucking help you because 
It's like you're gonna have to dig through like ten pages. Nobody can just tell you a recipe. They have to tell you. When I was a when I was a child, my grandmother yeah. used to call us in for popovers, and we'd smell them drifting across the warm morning air. It's like you no, just five different the fucking ingredients. You get five different malwares just trying to scroll through. You know, by the right. end of it, you're subscribed to a new cooking site. Do the worst. Yeah, anyway, so so that basically the that same the Star Wars version of of trying to find a goddamn recipe. They really like to bury the lead on those, uh, yeah. but but so the only the first thing that I saw because Danny, you're like, oh, it's on Twitter, so I, I popped over to Twitter and I clicked on Star Wars, and the first thing that I saw was Hayden Christensen coming announced as coming back officially for Obi Wan as Darth Vader, and as soon as I saw that. I thought that was the announcement. So yeah, I just yeah. bailed and I just got off Twitter and I was just like, holy shit. Oh my God. And then like five, 10 minutes later, I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And I got, I saw like another thing. Oh, and then another thing. And then another, and another, and it just kept going like that for like two fucking hours until I finally yeah, that, realized. That, that's like, that's oh what I thought God, was the big news. Like, Hated back as Darth Vader, but they, apparently there's, there's more to that. Fuck man. Yeah. yeah. It's that, that was like, mm almost like it's crazy to say but that was almost like not even almost that was kind of low down the list of the well for me that was i totally missed the hayden christensen news in my first batch and then like so what what was was everyone's like first thing then that you saw because that was mine that i first one that i saw yeah for me i found that out through a meme i was like i have my (laughs) what what was the first one that you saw then uh, for me, it was the like the Ahsoka announcement, which I kind of already knew, and then also, and the the three things that came together was that one, the like what's it called, Acolyte or whatever. Yep. And then the Bad Batch uh, animated show that I really paid attention to. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I saw like the Bad Batch trailer that I heard about, like Hayden Christensen coming back, and that was like what sent me off. I was like, oh, that's that's like the the news of the decade, but. Oh my god, just inject this Obi-Wan show directly into my veins. Yeah. Yeah, I'm say I was kinda I think I was right with you, Matt. Like I've completely deleted most social media out of my life. And so if you guys didn't say anything, I probably still wouldn't have had any idea of any right. of this. I, I, I still go on like Reddit or like R slash Star Wars or whatever. So like I still go but like yeah, I pretty much have fucking deleted Twitter and like I, you know, I get on Facebook maybe once every two weeks at this point and like hmm. Instagram pretty much only if I'm taking a shit. And yeah, so it's, I, I, I definitely appreciated the heads up because I had no fucking idea. I had been in like meetings all afternoon and, and I saw, saw those messages blowing up and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, and then, yeah, like, it's literally a great time to scroll through Star Wars content because the best thing about virtual meetings is that you just turn off your camera. You're like, I don't have a good internet connection. That's my only time. Where I can no, do. nobody would ever. No, no one would ever do that. That would never happen. That Not at all. That, no, I, I take work seriously. That's... <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I I wrote down a list of the official things that they announced, and I'll just fucking run it down real quick, and then we can like dive through all of them because even that even just like saying what each one is and like a few words about it is like a fucking crazy amount of stuff like it's it's just crazy so yeah we said hayden coming back as vader officially for for uh obi-wan show they 
obviously the Cassie and Andor show had been announced before, but we got a title. We got a little like sizzle reel, I guess they call it. We got the official Ahsoka show announcement, which is set in within the timeline of Mandalorian. Uh, And then the other Mando spinoff show, live action, the Rangers of the New Republic, which is like, sounds pretty fucking exciting. I don't, I feel like, that, that leaves it pretty open-ended. It, uh, it could be some, like, dope, like, you know, rebel special forces type shit. I don't know. It seems yeah. pretty interesting. Um, the Lando show, the Acolyte, like you mentioned, Will, the Bad Batch, they dropped a trailer, a thing called Visions, which is an anime thing. And then the one that really fucking floored me that I want to get into before anything else was the Rogue Squadron fucking yes. movie. Yeah. Holy shit, fuck! I and when I saw Rogue Squadron announcement as a headline, I was stoked because I thought we were getting a video game. But I was also like, they just made that Squadrons game like a month ago. Like that just, I was like, (laughs) all right, they're just gonna do the same fucking thing again. Okay, here we go. Like, so I clicked on the thing, just being like, okay, it's just gonna be another like cool. Like I'm all for like fighting pilot type games but like damn you're just gonna like let's see some new shit and then i was just like holy fucking shit my jaw dropped when i saw they were making a movie that was just like i i did not see that shit coming as the next like if you would have given me like a hundred bucks to put down on what the title of the next star wars movie that we're gonna announce was i would have lost a hundred bucks because you think we're gonna get like general carlos reichen involved here? Yes. Oh yeah. Who fucking knows, right? Like what what do what do what are what what do you want to see? Like what do you, do you want to see like the original like story of the fucking like N64 video game cuz that's what I want to see. I'd be down with that. Yeah. I mean, there was like, already I already saw something circulating which was kind of like, well, just so you know, this is not an adaptation of the video game. And I was like, all right, well fine, but I mean, I, I really what I care about, it's kind of like with a Boba Fett show versus the Mandalorian. It's like, I don't care about the specifics. Like, are we going to the spirit of the content here? And if right. we are, then like, yeah, I, I, I would love something that's really getting into that feel of the 64 game. Yeah, for sure. All the factors are so high. We, like, we might, we might not get like a young luke forming rogue squadron right because like that then they're gonna have to obviously recast luke which i think would be cool and i hope they probably do at some point but yeah like you said as long as it kind of has that vibe and that spirit and i think patty jenkins did you guys see the video that she put out where she's like announcing it what yeah what did you think about that i i I mean i i didn't have any idea like that's what uh her background was but like it's pretty awesome that she's just like, yeah, this is like the movie I've always wanted to create because it's like relevant to my my dad. And uh, I'm going to make a uh, fighter pilot movie and it's going to be based in Star Wars. Like, You know, that's an element that was like, uh, I don't want to say it was missing because, you know, all of the sequels and prequels have all had like cool... Um, They've all had really great space battles and spaceship sort of scenes. But the thing about the 
like there was an element of sort of like the as a viewer you felt like you were joining the rebellion of the original star wars and like you know uh luke becoming a pilot was just such like a formative piece of that story and it you never quite got that back in any of the star wars films that like oh i'm part of this like fighter team you know um yeah. even though some of these people like anakin whatever were like ace pilots it just that that feeling was missing from a lot of the other films yeah like no no one like used their piloting skills i mean i guess to extent like Han Solo did it too but that's also like the original trilogy but like what about poe but yeah, like, Poe is the only person where you kind of feel like you've got yeah. that. You, Ray, Ray does a little already bit, start with, Ray, when she's piloting the Falcon, gets a yeah. little bit of that action. But Poe, Poe's already starting as like a... But he's, he's already a hot shit pilot. He's a yeah, hot he, shot pilot you know, and stuff. And yeah, you what I like about Luke is that he was just a, an amateur and then you kind of felt like you were... You know, yeah, so you meet a Mary I don't know, like, but, but there's no scene of like Poe and Ray like gearing up to like go into like a, a space battle or something like. Right. There's a lot. You're right though. There's a lot less of that like space battling. There is yeah. little bits of it in every one of the sequel trilogies, but for me, the fucking Rogue One space battle is one of my favorites. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just one of the, my fucking like favorite. Star Wars movies. They just it's channeled just so all that original good. Star Wars greatness into that. You know, they focus yeah. on the uh, what made that those battles great. Yeah. Well, and just the whole movie, honestly. I just love the whole vibe, which is honestly, which is uh, 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 honestly why I'm so fucking excited about the, the Cassian Andor prequel show is because I just segue love that whole like world war ii espionage and glorious yeah. bastards type of vibe like they basically made inglorious bastards in star wars you know what i mean like it's it 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 was a fucking great movie and the fact that we can like i i one of my favorite possibly not even possibly my favorite thing about that movie is the balls that it had a year after disney started to you know after buying star wars and in the first quote-unquote spin-off movie to just kill off the entire fucking cast at the end like to like quentin tarantino it like i said it's inglorious bastard they literally just fucking kill everyone like I was so blown away by that. And then it beyond it being just a really good movie on top of that, like that decision is pretty fucking bold, I would say. And, and then, it, but like, you know, then, then you can leave the room to be able to come back later and do a prequel and whatever, and kind of see him come up through the rebellion. But yeah, man, that, that, that one is one I'm pretty fucking stoked about. Like even just getting to hear him talk about it and getting a little bit of kind of, you didn't get much on that sizzle reel, right? It was just some kind of like him doing karate training or yeah, it was, whatever. It, but it, it's like one of those behind the scenes things that we saw back when they uh, were releasing movies. But right, when the kinds they drop it like celebration or yeah. Comic Con or whatever. But yeah, that I don't know what what do you what do you guys think about the Andor one? That's probably the one I'm like possibly the most fucking stoked for. At this I'm point. so excited because it's just like. Uh there i would put put that rogue one in the same very very rarefied category with the mandalorian characters where it's just like um 
the storytelling is just so so uh polished but like emotionally invested and it's just that's the the little subset of the star wars star wars world i'd most like to spend my time in yeah so to have him back and to be doing things like you know sort of i mean spy movie is my other besides like sci-fi is like my other genre that i just will never turn down an opportunity to watch you know so yeah like it any chance I get to, to care about a character that's not part of like the main Skywalker saga. Like I they do that awesome in like the Mandalorian. Like you said, Rogue One is like the perfect movie as far as like a, a Star Wars war movie that yeah, it's feeding into the bigger structure of like what Star Wars is, but like it's and it, you know, we we're, we're this is the perfect thing as a Star Wars fan that's just exhausted by like almost a decade yeah. of just the fucking fan fuming over particular <laughs> trajectories of the main saga. It's like these, these almost feel like these like side quests where like, you're just allowed to enjoy purely enjoy being a star Wars fan. Yeah. Cause none of that other stuff comes into play. Yeah. That's another thing I'll, I'll say about all these announcements. Like there, there's something for everyone. Yeah. For real. And like, or I don't know, just on that same note, I've, and, and it, I feel like I have to add a disclaimer because I feel like it's real easy for me to say this and for me to sound like a real fucking holier than thou piece of shit. But just like, I feel so much better about Star Wars after just kind of like taking a step back from the socials a little bit like because because i just watch things and i i know what i think about them and then i talk to like people like you boys and i'm like oh cool they like that or oh that's what they thought about that but i don't hear the like just nasty fucking angry horrible shit that people put out on twitter or fucking facebook or what you know what i mean it's just like everybody just they think that it matters what they think and it like nobody fucking I I know that nobody fucking cares what I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that's a really yeah. important self-awareness to have that nobody fucking cares what you think. And when people get a stick up their ass about something in Star Wars in particular, they just feel like I don't know, they feel this like endless entitlement to just be the most obnoxious fucking humans on the planet and like I just don't get like if you don't like that particular part of it, like Danny, you just said it. Like there, there's something for everybody. That's the great thing to me about Star Wars is like it's so different and like multifaceted. And there's there's fucking cartoons for little kids, and there's shit like Mandalorian with like badass westerns for adults, and like there's fucking everything in between, and and all you know what I mean. And and you can find the the little pocket that you enjoy and you don't have to interact with all with the parts that might not be up your alley but you don't have to make your life be about just fucking raging about it and it's just like after not being on on some of that shit for like a couple of months it's like oh cool like yeah i just don't i guess like sometimes i'll hear people because i you know i still listen to some other podcasts and folks and i'll hear people go oh well there's a big controversy about i'm like is there like <laughs> really like i didn't fucking <laughs> there's that i didn't hear it like, yeah it's like know, it's, it's, it's wasted energy to me and i 
I also I do like just like hearing other people's thoughts on like something in, in yeah. particular Star Wars, but anything, but like if the, you can talk about it back. without being a dick, right? Well, the truth is at this point, at, you know, in 2020, at the end of this fucking year, the last thing that I have the time or the space in my brain to hear, you know, there's not a lot of brain cells left up there. And the moment somebody starts giving me their hot take about the last jedi you know or whatever it's just like you know i don't like have you can have valid act. criticisms of that movie but if your hot take is kathleen kennedy ruined star wars with identity politics and they did years. it's like no 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 shut up but if you like look there's i have criticisms of that movie it's not my favorite movie but some of my favorite scenes are in that movie like i still every time i watch luke come out at the end in that fucking scene i get fucking chills man like i love that movie but i also have some problems with some parts of it just like every star wars movie like honestly other than possibly like rogue one <laughs> like every star wars movie i'm like oh yeah this part is a little cringy but like turns out that's part of why we like it at least it is for me you know what i mean like it's like this silly cringy shit it, i mean imagine taking good with the bad right like, or imagine being a fan of something for more than 40 years of continuously supplied content you know like at what point are you ever going to have a situation where everything is totally like perfect and you like everything i mean what we're talking about saying it's been a dominant cultural force with like like more than 10 movies or whatever and it's just like you're gonna uh, like some 11 so far plus uh, literally dozens if not hundreds of episodes of tv shows hundreds if not thousands of books let alone comic books video games all the, like you said there's no there's a, a fucking incomprehensible amount of content that has been created just chill out and like, like that one watch movie. the stuff that you like and just shut up about the stuff that you don't yeah one but it's like i don't even I, and, and and like i get to that i reach that point with people where i'm like hey fucking shut up but like i'm all like danny said like i'm in, genuinely interested to have conversations with people that i disagree with if we can have a conversation but if the conversation is just you're just a disney show and you just fucking yeah it becomes like talking politics with someone and you're like this is exactly 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 and it's like (laughs) i mean but i don't even mind talking politics with people if you can like hey let's do it where we can say you're a human and i'm a human and we can both respect each other and have a fucking conversation and and disagree and that's okay and we don't have to fucking shout at each other and and like tell each other that we're fucking dumb pieces of shit because you like a thing that i don't like or vice versa you know what i'm saying like so yeah i don't know it's it's just always so interesting to me but but yeah like i said it's like to to like just take a breather from it and like not hear it and then every time i do hear about it i'm just like oh wow that's fucking silly and like that's still going on but of course it is Cause it's the fucking internet and you know, I mean, it's like mob is going to pick up their pitchforks anytime they see something they don't like just like, okay. So just fucking switch gears to another one, the Ahsoka for instance, like I, I thought that, you know, the, and we're going to dive in later on another time, talk about the whole Mando season just cause that's a whole nother can of worms, but obviously it's related to the fact that they just announced the Ahsoka show and, and she popped up over on that show and, I thought she was fucking awesome. And then 
I had only pretty much heard super positive stuff. And then I heard on some podcasts to me, oh, there's a controversy about this. And then it's just like, where? Like, where? There's just a couple of fucking loud idiots. It's not a controversy. I don't even know what, what that controversy is supposed to be. Yeah. But anyway, the Ahsoka show is one, again, like the Andor that I'm very, very excited. You know how we had heard a while back, like, that for consistently that we were going to get an animated Rebels sequel? I kind of think that this is going to be the Rebels sequel, basically, and it's not animated, and it's just going to be fucking live-action Ahsoka show, because if she's out there looking for Thrawn... Yeah, I mean, that was, okay. was going to be my main question to you guys, is like, I mean, you... My impression is that Thrawn is going to be the main baddie of the Ahsoka show, which just makes me, like, as a lifelong sort of heir to the Empire fanboy and somebody who just slurps up these like timothy zahn novels it's like this is like the greatest bad guy of potentially the greatest bad guy of all star wars and i cannot wait for this well i think you're right in that that i think that they're definitely gonna continue to hopefully have him continue to be the bad guy again talking about burying the lead and i kind of only heard this on somebody else's podcast i never actually saw it on a headline that they supposedly announced that that um between ahsoka the mandalorian and rangers of the new republic are all going to cross over with one another and then end in a culminating like crossover event on disney plus interesting i did not yeah so i can't i don't know if how if that's 100 percent true but i heard that on star wars underworld podcast so like i'd say it's yeah a good chance that it's true yeah i heard, I heard them like compare it to like the the cw like dc shows and like how they'll all be the same like similar timeline and kind of like crossover and like have similar stories and similar characters yeah so i think when i i think I, I mean, I'm I, I'm expecting that we're probably going to find out that Moff Gideon is working for Thrawn. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would probably be, I, I think that would make sense, and and that like you know he's kind of Vader to Thrawn's Palpatine almost, and and that would be kind of a, a good segue to that. But yeah, man, the the Ahsoka show is something I'm fucking yeah. stoked about because we also heard those rumors about Tamara Morrison as live action Rex. And that one never made as much sense for me as as far as fitting Rex into the Mandalorian, unless he was like with Ahsoka or something already. Um, but I do think it would be kind of hilarious to see <laughs> Tamara Morrison do like a D. Bradley Baker and see a scene of Boba meeting an old clone of Rex. That, I, uh, I think that that's what I mentioned when they first like there were rumors about Tamara yeah, Morrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want to see him as Rex because like he he's the same person like right yeah but i think it would be it like i feel like dave filoni has got to make that scene oh, yeah. happen where yeah if they're, if they're like, gonna make it a, a rex will be show. older yeah yeah and and get boba and, and rex to meet and i feel like that's just some some uh rife for parody <laughs> hey it's it's canada he's on on uh endor at the end of return of the jedi so um so you think we're gonna see Thrawn show up in the Ahsoka show first? I, I hope so. I, yeah, I, I, I suspect. Although I guess it's possible that it pops out and and ends up in 
Mandalorian somehow, in or at least in a teaser format. Yeah, I, I think it'll just be like I don't maybe like a hologram, but I don't think anything more than that in in, in like the this at least this season of Mando. This is right. What do we have? What at one episode left? One, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that I feel like there's a good chance they might save the Thrawn reveal till till uh, the Ahsoka show, or like you said, it maybe at the least just the hologram, which we, the hologram's already blue, so like people who don't know wouldn't even probably realize <laughs> that he's blue. Um, okay, so here's another one: over under on these people showing up in the Ahsoka show and or by the time of the crossover event that caps off the series. So Thrawn, you think it's uh, over 50, like, I, I, I don't know what the, how over under shit works. I just said that. Cause that's the thing that oh. I heard people do. How, how, but like, you think you, are you expecting this person to show up or no? So Thrawn, okay. you'd say, I'd say it's like, for me, is like fucking. I, I'd say almost a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Okay. I yeah. feel like we can probably agree on that because he's been name dropped already. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Live action Ezra. I feel like that's. I'm gonna I say seventy-five percent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's I, high as well. And I know we're not talking, but yeah, I. Yeah, because I feel it, like he'd even show up in the Mandalorians, like like up there for me. You think yeah. so? Yeah, maybe not this season. I mean, I'm not. I hope. So. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. I just. I, yeah. yeah I, if they're if they're gonna tell what's happened to Thrawn after the the uh, the end of Rebels, or you have to talk about what happened to Ezra. Right. Like, yeah, they right. have to. Right. They, okay. So, do you think? Speaking of Thrawn and Ezra, do you want uh, Lars Mikkelsen and Taylor Gray to reprise their? voice acting roles or at least one of the two of those or neither of them because i've noticed like this dude somebody con he's like a i think a saudi arabian or uh, iranian actor who has been like campaigning for the role or for a long time i think it'd be cool to see taylor gray but i also like totally understand and they've set the precedent with ahsoka that they're not gonna do that but they've also like done it it, like we can and Yeah, so it'll be interesting uh, to. Right, and yeah, well, is yeah, it, like, what do you, do you want to see those two come back? I think at least Lars Mickelson should yeah. be. I would like I don't know because the cool thing with like Bo Katan is, and I know they kind of structured that character off of Katie Sackhoff's like look to begin with, but when she took off her right. helmet, it was almost immediate like recognizability. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I have a preference, but like I, I kind of have. I feel like they're they're they got their casting chops together. Where like, I don't I don't have any issue of like any 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 animated character that they brought to live action so far. Like I think they did spot on. So for sure, I yeah, and and like I don't know if Taylor Gray honestly is gonna be old enough. To play like an old like yeah because that was pre a new hope and you know that kid's only gonna be in his early 20s now right. and it's just supposed to be like post return of the jedi plus five years so i feel like it kind of would be kind of hard to to bring him in and have that be believable mm-hmm. but i think lars mickelson could be uh, a, a legit contender i feel like he did a really good job of the voice in rebels for me and and he also is like 
an actual film actor yeah. do, not just a voice actor. To just, you know, slap some fucking blue paint. I've heard some people throw out Benedict Cumberbatch as Thrawn, which, like, yeah, fucking don't threaten me with a good time. Like, I think that would be awesome. Because he is kind of like I guess for me, I just Sherlock. Yeah, he, he, I feel yeah, like he has... they, they could be just have some confidence in cast, like cast them fresh, you know? Like, and yeah. if, like, I wouldn't be upset if Mickelson or somebody was there, but like, um, Thrawn. Well, who would you want to see then? I would, I guess I would rather see them just select somebody that was not necessarily like some of the biggest missteps I've seen is like you take a beloved character and you like it's like uh, Mel Gibson or somebody where it's just like, uh, like what I, I'd say just take some cast somebody that might not be particularly well known but it is like a like an Alden Ehrenreich Han Solo. Yeah, I mean, maybe like it's not. It's easier but... to buy them as that character if we don't already. Yeah, know and with Thrawn, you have some flexibility where it's like you're gonna paint the person's face blue, and and so and probably give them a haircut or whatever. So you don't have to like. The problem with Alden Ehrenreich, not that I have a criticism for his acting or anything, it's just that they had they were strongly limited by like the person has to look. A certain way and people ultimately got sort of upset at how he looked or whatever because it's not Harrison Ford but it's like unless you're CGIing this person from scratch you're not gonna be able to recreate Harrison Ford so people even did that about Ahsoka though when when she had never appeared in live action but with They're people that are like there. more alien and you know you colored their skin of a different color and you've you've sometimes you put prosthetics and whatever it's like you can kind of get away with whatever so you might as well just choose somebody that's really uh you know kind of got the personality down and so but you have somebody specific well, in mind. i think with uh with with donald glover like they like i feel like they're equally as lando like as as much as you can be yeah right i'd agree with that well, yeah. what a beautiful segue to the Lando show. There we go. Uh, which I feel like is also going to be kind of obviously a pseudo sequel to the Solo movie. Hopefully. hopefully right? I hope like, so. Uh, yeah, I, so I, okay, wait, sorry. I, I jumped. So the other one I was going to ask before we leave the Ahsoka was, do you think yeah. Sabine's going to show up? I feel like she has to also I, probably, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. I yeah. I, I, want to, I want to see some more Sabine. I was actually slightly disappointed yeah. that Sasha Banks never became Sabine, but yeah, I was I was dead set convinced that that's who that was, and then I was really confused when it wasn't. Um, yeah, I actually was even after I saw the episode, I was like, was that supposed to be Sabine? Like, yeah, right, because she's got like <laughs> the same type of armor, but not painted yeah. like Sabine's, and it's just like, did she just yeah, it's like up the... with her? Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, and then she's not with the Ahsoka. Yeah, I was real confused by that for sure. Um, but yeah, okay, so Lando. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, I, and that's another one like the Obi Wan that was announced to be like an event series, so like a one off. Which it, I, I get that if you know Donald Glover is a busy man, like you know, I I understand he's probably not going to sign up for a whole bunch of well, seasons. I I know it's assumed it's it's probably Donald Glover, but like, did they say if like they uh, did Billy, Billy D? Uh, okay, I, and so that's the other thing that I heard somebody float out there that I think 
would be fucking rad, which is the idea of having both of them in it and have yeah. some kind of like, hey, I'm going to sit at a bar and tell an old war story. That, that's what like I want to see. When Solar came out, that's what I want to see. Just like, yeah, I remember you saying that. And, 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 uh, Billy D yeah. sitting at the bar and like reminiscing on their old uh, early days of the You know, yeah. call me crazy. And like, the ch- again, the chances of, of him actually agreeing to do it, I think, are, again, are pretty fucking slim. But like, there is room to do that still with Harrison Ford, like in this show. Like you can do like a pre-Force Awakens, you know, Han and Lando chilling at Maz's castle, having a fucking blue milk. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could do it. I don't. I I, the, I don't necessarily believe that Harrison Ford is going to sign up for that, but I don't know. Like you know, I mean, he, he, he recorded lines for the Lego Star Wars Force Awakens. Like who well, knows he, what he's up for? Like he's also doing Indy Five, yeah. right? So right, so that's and that's another thing they announced. Yeah, and how many times they've announced Indy Five is a lot, but yeah, they've re- <laughs> re-announced it. But he, he's he's still uh, Lucasfilm, so they they could like. Yeah. Hey, on one of the off days on the one of the sets, they can like film a scene at a cantina and go from there. Yeah, man. If if this if that mini series had fucking like Billy D. Williams and Donald Glover and Harrison Ford and Alden Ehrenreich, like I would shit. I would shit a building. You know, I would shit a Death Star. I would shit a first order fucking star killer base i would have scoffed at that idea a few years ago but the thing is about if you look at what's going on with the mandalorian it's like uh top level hollywood talent is sort of lining up to take um minor roles in this show because it's it's so it's like socially so important to people like they want to be like everyone's childhood dream basically anybody who's like an actor want to be in it not because of their contracts or whatever else but because we've got the best storytellers in the country telling something that is deeply connected to anyone who's a star yeah and that's the thing like i think there's a lot of star wars fans that are talented and and like old enough to like play these characters so right I, I do have now I do have some moments here and there where I like lament dropping out of film school, but <laughs> just like fuck, there's so many Star Wars jobs now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, dude, I think one well, in this Lando thing, there's so much again, Maul. Like if, I feel like very likely to show up. I don't know how likely Ray Park is to come back, but we'll see. Uh, that I still never really got a clear picture of what happened with that whole situation. But I don't what was he doing? Was he that. diddling? What was he? Oh, doing? there. Look, there was some. There was some conflicting reports about like some something had gotten posted on his Instagram page. Oh yeah, he put it. Then like taken down and said it was hacked and like who? Fu- I I don't know. I never heard a clear story, and I'm not gonna fucking sit here and speculate about shit. I have literally no information about. Um, but. I think it would be awesome if if Maul showed up. I think it would be rad as fuck talking about voice actors and whatever. Just give it to just let Sam Whitworth do it at this point. Just let him be the voice and the body. Like why not? I don't know. It's not going to be the same like stunt yeah, whatever type of shit. Because you're never going to get that if you don't have Ray Park. Like sorry, yeah. but if you know if he isn't going to come back, which they haven't said he's not going to come back, but it's just hard to say at this point. But. um 
because yeah, Maul, the whole Crimson Dawn thing they left. Um, what's her name? Amelia Clark. I feel like that would be a really cool thread for them to pick up with that. Bring back Han and Chewie. And then I would, dude, I, I'm really hoping that, that if if that does well and there's a good response, that, that we get a solo spinoff show. Because I, I would really, yeah, that's, really like that's to see one them. of the best, in my opinion, one of the best Star Wars films to come out in the recent wave. And it really just it just got left there. I guess for they commercial shit the reason. bed on the marketing completely. Like yeah. they, it's the first. It's the only one that they didn't wait a year for. They released it five months after the Last Jedi, which you know was the least probably well received. Maybe you could argue Rise of Skywalker was least well. I don't know. Who fucking cares what people <laughs> think? Uh, but um, you know, and and they didn't really market it for shit, and they put it up against like Deadpool two and like Avengers or some was, other big marvel movie yeah, I think like was, i think it was infinity world it like was too yeah. yeah yeah i think you're right yeah, yeah and i was gonna say endgame but i was like no that was more recent but yeah so like there's a lot of reasons it didn't do well but i even as angry and shitty as the star wars internet nerds are i really did ever heard a lot of uh like particularly for for two of like the arguably most troubled productions of rogue one and and solo turned turned out two really solid movies they uh there was there was no real as far as i can remember there's no backlash to solo it was like front lash it was like yeah people whipped themselves into a fucking frenzy before the thing came out and decided they weren't gonna see it well kind of kind of same thing had happened with rogue one and there were a lot of angry fanboys boycotting solo because of the last jedi though too that like that was a real thing yeah Mm -hmm. yep i unfortunately remember that way too well i also think it would be cool well i guess it depends because if it's like post solo i was gonna say it'd be cool if if we got to see lando's droid come back l3 but she's i guess she's like she's um mind mind melded with the the fucking falcon now so um but also in a rise of skywalker she's yeah right uh, also i think it would be rad as fuck if we get to see uh young lobot because in the i don't know if y'all ever read like i when when disney first bought out uh star wars i had i was and they first started releasing releasing new canon comics i had bought every single one for about a year and a half and then i eventually couldn't keep up um time-wise or money-wise or anything-wise but uh, they released a Lando miniseries, which is pretty dope. I don't know if you guys ever read it, but he's like just young fucking scoundrel about town. And uh, he's, that, that, head- wasn't that your birthday present or something? Uh, could have been. Yeah, I still got it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good story. Like, I don't know. It's like a short, you know, run. It's not a it's just a however many four or five issues it was. But it's cool. It's just him and Lobot tooling around fucking shit up scamming imperials and doing it like it was a, it was a good time it was kind of a more of like a heist smuggler type of thing a lot of similar vibes to solo um but yeah man I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that one i think that there's there's a lot of potential for that one as as far as it doing a lot of cool shit but also potentially turning into a solo spinoff which i really hope for um any other thoughts about that where i'm at too what 
I'm in, I'm, I'm in agreement. Oh, that's where you're at. I got you. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So here's one that I really wanted to ask to you about, because this is one that like, I don't really have a lot of thoughts about. I'm just like really excited and curious to see what it is, but it just, it's so, so the acolyte. Yeah. God, this is this, for me, this, it's what, what I think I'm yeah, as camp as, as uh, we'll hear. Like, I, this is what I'm most like curious about. Yeah, I'm most excited about. It. I feel like this one because we're finally going to get away from the Skywalkers and like and the have other free direction, rain. though. Right? Yeah. Like this is like really the first. I think this is the first pre Phantom Menace anything from the since Disney bought. Right? Is that well? True? This is this. I think this is set in the same universe um, as like the books and the comics that they just announced. Yeah, yeah, the whole High Republic. Yeah, yeah. they're doing like, like a whole big thing, right? Yep. Yeah, but as far as like a time period that we know nothing about, this is this is it. I mean, I guess Yoda's probably going to pop up because he's he's Yoda, but oh, I didn't even think about that. You're right. And like Maz Kanata, there's definitely people yeah. that could show up, which is crazy yeah. to think about. But I'm, I'm like, I think, I think I'm more excited about this series being spun off into a bunch of series. Like I'm, I am excited about all the Mandalorian ones, but they're still, they're still a little restricted with what they can yeah. do. Whereas yeah, uh, there's still there's there's bookends on either end of it that you have to yeah tie in with. There's no window they have to stay in. They're like 200 years before uh, Phantom Menace, so it's like I I think they're gonna bring in. I think they're gonna. I mean, obviously not exactly the same era, but I think they're gonna call back a lot of the things that we loved about like Knights of the Old Republic and stuff. You know, right. just slightly more uh, archaic, more like bringing in all the sort of medieval themes and the feudalism and the chivalry stuff. And uh, I just, I, I eat that shit up. I loved uh, Knights of the Old Republic. It's probably the most like um, sort of creative world development that's been done in star wars uh outside of the main trilogy that i can think of and i'm just the the idea that we might get a a polished sort of uh you know official attempt at kind of cultivating some of that makes me really really excited and give me some more sith you know i mean like that's i'm so i think probably the biggest disappointment for a lot of people was just that like instead of more development of the like Kylo Ren cool stuff in the new trilogy, we had to get more like Palpatine, like give us some more content on like just cool uh, imposing sort of uh, mysterious Sith characters. I think a lot of, we just love that. Well, it sounds like that's pretty much what this is going to be, right? Like, it's about a Sith acolyte, and it says it's a mystery thriller. Uh, And, I mean, yeah, I agree, though. There's so much cool world building, I think, that happens in Knights of the Old Republic that is, like, it makes Star Wars feel new. 
but it also still feels like it manages to be a logical precursor to what we know comes a few hundred years later. And like, yeah, there's a lot of cool shit. Like you get to go to like the Sith Academy and shit like that in Knights of the Old Republic. And there's just a lot of dope stuff that I think, yeah, would, would be really cool for them to, to bring in. And, you know, they've done a lot of stuff with bringing in quote unquote legend stuff when it comes to Thrawn and, and these different people. And, and so, yeah, I think it would be cool if, you know, I would be game for them to do something, you know, at some, maybe not in this series specifically, but at some point to get to a point where we, yeah, can bring in like a Bastila Shan or fucking Cartho Nassi or whatever. And like, maybe they, they don't do the whole fucking story, but I think it would be dope, man. Like if we get to eventually get to see like a Revan and Malak and their whole fucking them like break from the jedi council and all like i don't know i i would love to get I, I i think that they are showing more and more awareness that they know what the fans want and i think dave filoni being at a high position really gives me more and more faith that that type of shit is going to continue to happen because he knows what we want and like you know i think for especially you know people who have like been a fan of his and and followed the clone wars and rebels and and mando for for years and years and years and when you just listen to him talk about star wars it's like oh cool yeah we're in good hands and and he knows what the fuck he's doing yeah Um, the thing the thing is so refreshing is it's like somebody who is has now you know essentially decades of experience curating our characters and our relationship to them and and is like uh we don't have to cringe wondering what somebody's going to redo like he, he maintains that that he respects the fans attachments and and uh he takes care of his his characters over time. I love, I think that's part of what's making the Mandalorian great is that uh, Dave like chose his cabinet of uh, Star Wars characters. And he, when he needs one, he's some, he's calling back the ones that we have an existing relationship with. Yeah. Well, I think that's something he's always been so good at because as much as I love Clone Wars, I've been rewatching Rebels, you know, for the last couple of weeks and and it's the first time I've rewatched it beginning to end since it ended and I'm just like I fucking love this show, man. And it just makes me love Dave Filoni so much because because again, I when I as I go back and it just makes me hear eat my own fucking words over and over again because I hear my own dumbass back when these episodes were coming out week by week or whatever. And, and I would bitch and complain about a filler episode or, oh, they really move the plot forward or this or that. But then, like, what you don't realize or aren't paying attention to at the time or, like, you learn to start paying attention to over time is that those episodes or those characters that are, are maybe seemingly insignificant at first are, are like you said, they're they're laying the groundwork for a reason to call that character back later on. And you have a fucking investment and attachment. And that's something that I think he's so good at. He's just a good storyteller. You know what I mean? That's why he's so so fucking talented. When you think about human storytelling, like every, all stories across human history have always included 
a bit of a familiar cast of characters, right? Like that's part of what you need and you can play with it and you can, you know, have people lose one of the characters in a way that's, you know, that's how you get people to feel really strong emotion and stuff. But like, it's nice to know like who to have like a kind of a consistent uh, sort of body of a, a team that you're sort of pulling the stories from. All the like For fairy sure. tales, everything you know. Ha- well, he's he's like a direct disciple and and apprentice of George Lucas, who yeah. obviously was like himself a yeah. huge student of all that shit with the like whole Joseph Campbell and all the yeah. you know the what is it the hero with the thousand faces or whatever. And yeah, like I think he's he's well aware of of what those kind of what the skeleton of a story is that you need and what shit you can play around with and, and change around to, to make it different and interesting, but still have, have those things that it needs to have, man. I'm, I'm fucking excited about the acolyte though. I think it's, it's like, not that he's directly involved, but it's just, you know, that he's like I said, I think just, he knows, I think he's because of how good Mando has done, he is hopefully seemingly gotten, even more and more influence over kind of how shit is going and the direction things are moving um him and Favreau because it sounds like they're both helping to show run the Ahsoka and the Rangers show also um but so for the act like did y'all ever see I never really played the old Republic game I think Chris you did didn't you yeah but they do you remember they right do you remember they released a bunch of like um cinematic trailers Mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like they would release them at maybe celebrations or whatever but i you know like there's somebody you can find on youtube where somebody has cut them all together into basically like a little mini movie and there's some really fucking cool shit in there and i think hopefully they're gonna draw on some of that at least even just the visuals and the some of the imagery where you get like a fucking army of sith invading the jedi temple and fighting jedi and they're all wearing armor and robes and there's just like 10 fucking thousand sith fighting 10,000 jedi or you know whatever right. i don't know there's a lot of really cool short films that have been that they've already kind of set in and and like i think chris and danny you both touched on it that just you're kind of untethered right like the yeah. leash is unclipped you don't you're not the only thing you're bound by is 200 years down the road. And that's pretty fucking loose. And you can play with that a lot. And if you go the other direction, there's as much as you want to play with. And, and you don't have to, I think that's, that's the thing, really exciting thing. Like you guys said that it's just completely, they can do what the fuck they want and for good or bad. I, I mean, I, I've, I've definitely got a lot of faith in, in what they're doing at this point, but uh also just to like circle back to all that shit about you know all these toxic fucking bitchy neckbeard motherfuckers on the internet it's just hilarious to me how it's like when something like mandalorian is like dropping dope shit and they're loving it or we get an announcement of like a rogue squadron movie or all these types of things that are, that like the, the you know angry fanboys are, are gonna be in favor of because I've heard pretty much universal praise for Mandalorian, particularly from like those types of people who are salty about the sequels. But it's like, you know, Kathleen Kennedy was in charge of that shit too, right? Like the thing that you liked, you know what I mean? I just find it fucking hilarious that people are so like, 
fucking Kathleen Kennedy's ruining. <laughs> but she also made the thing that you like more than anything else. Like, no, that was Dave Filoni and John Favreau. It's like, yeah, but she helped them make it. No, no, man. <laughs> no, she's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, all right. Okay. I, I don't know where the, it's like so much of these people's narrative it's like in their own head. And I think it has, I mean, an element of this has to be the fact that Kathleen Kennedy is a woman. There's, no. There's a perception that all of this couldn't is, be. All of the things they hate are some sort of social justice thing and it's like you know it, i don't even think they know who kathleen kennedy is it's just a female name that they can blame for yeah. things they don't like. yeah do, does anyone realize like what she's actually like been part of it like what project she's been on it like her, yeah. her entire like you look at like you said the movies she's helped produce all the way back to the fucking like 70s and 80s like i yeah et jurassic park hook like right yeah, there's you could go on and on about how yeah, like, somebody who's going to end up in whatever the hall of you know like yeah. the hollywood hall of fame is i think that's just harvey weinstein's basement oh jesus that was dark well this basement he lives in a fucking federal prison now so i'm not sure he has a basement anymore oh well, I think yeah, like I, somebody I, I'd else's like, basement I'd now. Like all to like pick their like top ten movies, and I, I bet like at least five or six of them were like Kathleen Kennedy, who has been involved in some shape or form. Like, right? Yeah, you know, people are a bunch of fucking idiots. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite lines. I say it all the goddamn time. It's like one of my favorite quotes ever is from Men in Black. Is from uh, Agent. Hey, right that's tommy lee jones when he's trying to recruit will smith he says uh a person is smart people are dumb panicky animals and you know it <laughs> yes true yes. never heard a more true thing in my life um uh okay oh so we didn't talk about bad batch that was Probably the second thing that I saw after the the Hayden Christensen uh, announcement, and that was one thing we actually got a full fucking trailer for, which was I thought actually I I wasn't really I didn't think I needed a Bad Batch show until I saw the trailer. Agreed. I mean, they were not in. They were not my like favorite characters or anything in their original iteration but like it's very clear that they are just going to be a vehicle some for some more friggin' top tier storytelling stuff you know yeah like i i think i've got a record saying like i'm not the big like clone wars isn't my thing in star wars but this is probably like the the one thing that i just like eh, okay but the trailer was awesome. I hated at one point before that, like the animated series really took root in my brain, which was way later. Matt will attest to this. I mean, it took me a long time to get into Clone Wars. I just was not yeah. interested in the Clone Wars at all. And I I didn't I didn't like the clones. I never thought clones were cool when the new trilogies were out. They're just I wasn't into it at all. And I'm into this now, and I think that uh, 
I think this is going to be great. I'm glad there's a new animated series coming out and I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I, once I started giving like rebels a chance and like kind of like dove into that, that's when I started like going to some like the bigger yeah. arcs and like see so like, Oh, there was a lot more than just, cause I, I, I think I went into clone wars and watched like the first couple episodes. I was like this, this what this isn't what I want from Star Wars. Like back when I was in, in like early years of college, kind of picked it up here and there, but like never really watched it through and through. And I, I, I kind of know that I have to really take a deep dive into it probably when I get a chance. But I don't know where it's going with that. But for I, me, I, Rebels I, was the segue. Once I realized, like once I loved Rebels, I will. Yeah, that me into going back into Clone Wars. And then- yeah, Re- Rebels, because Rebels was like the first time that like that you knew that like Disney was like making all these plans to like come out with these new Star Wars movies. Red- Rebels was like the first taste of like brand new Star Wars characters that like you never heard of before. And like, that's why I dove in so deeply. But I think, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was season four of Clone Wars was out before I started watching that. Yeah. Once again, it was Matt. Matt, you had to do a lot of work convincing people. Yeah, yeah, I, I do all the fucking yeah. heavy lifting here. Yeah. <laughs> He's heavy lifting. Yeah. Oh, but we no, but I mean, Chris, we saw that. I was just we did go to the movie to Trevor yesterday, hilariously recounting the story of how much Tyler hated being there. Um, but yeah, we went and saw the Clone Wars movie in theater in two thousand eight when it came out, and then. I probably didn't watch the first season or so. And then I started watching it pretty regularly on Cartoon Network. I think that's where it was playing, right? For for the longest mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just, you know, come home and fucking whatever Thursday, Friday nights. And because uh, I don't have fucking life. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There, that, I, I, again, I think it's it, it holds up better when, when you can, especially with Clone Wars, when you can go, oh, I'm going to watch this arc. It's a lot more digestible, right? You, you yeah, all yeah. watch this arc, and then that's two, three, four episodes. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to watch all seven seasons in a row. Uh, but, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think that's the cool thing, like you said about it's like, oh, you start to watch Rebels, and then you realize there's all this connective tissue with Clone Wars, so then that makes you go watch Clone Wars. I feel like right now it feels, which is cool, and it's awesome, and I think it's only going to keep moving more and more in that direction. Star Wars feels more interconnected now, I think, than it ever has. Especially with something like Mandalorian, where it's like really? you're, yeah. you've got sequel trilogy references, you've got pit droids, but they're in Mos Eisley, where it's like you know what I mean. It's like you, there's yeah. so many things combining from all the different eras. For instance, even in the Bad Batch trailer, you I don't know if you saw, it, but you get to see Fennec Shan in the fucking Clone Wars animated in the Bad yeah. Batch. Who's showing up in the Mandalorian later on? Like, has become the connective tissue that makes right? Star Wars a kind of coherent whole. Well, moment. dude, I remember when when Saw Gerrera, when it was announced that he was going to be in Rogue One, that was like a big holy shit moment of like, oh, they're mm-hmm. actually because nobody really believed before that that they would actually bring an animated character into a live action thing, like, and even then they really hadn't done it a lot since then until. Yeah mandalorian now they're just going fucking crazy uh which is great but because they've done it like three times in like four episodes now uh i guess they we haven't seen thrawn but they name dropped it so that's another one that's like gonna happen See, eventually like, 
I knew something was going to happen to me on this podcast. Like, I, I didn't realize Fennec Shen was in the, the Bad Batch trailer, so. Yeah, it's only yeah. in a quick, couple of quick yeah. shots. Like, if you're not, like, I had to rewatch it before I noticed. And, and she's got that helmet on, so, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's the... just a quick thing. But, but yeah, it's 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 super cool that there's that little bit of connectivity where, like, yeah, blink and you'll miss it, but it's there. And, and I don't know, man, I fucking love it. I love that. And speaking of Saw Gerrera, I fucking I hope we get to see people like him show up in the the Cassian Andor show. I feel like that's prime territory for because I felt that was one little thing from from Rogue One. I wish we got to see more of Saw and his fucking group of uh, uh, what were they called? Not separatists. Yeah, some other word that it not passive. Oh, whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, his rebels. I think that would be cool to see more of them and but yeah, I don't know. It's it is just cool to feel like everything is so actually interconnected. It doesn't feel like so isolated because I feel like until the at least for me, until we kind of got to towards the end of the sequel trilogy, it kind of felt like they really shied away from doing much prequel referencing. They did a little bit, like you get to hear Luke talk about Darth Sidious and like there's a little bit but there's not you know what I mean I feel like they're they're just going full bore now and I love it yeah same like all, all eras yeah. can reference all other eras now and and I think it's like <laughs> yeah that's how it should be but it didn't and I just don't think be. I can ever get tired of freaking Thrawn just one of the greatest <laughs> characters ever invented and I just cannot wait yeah just, just the fact that he's his the name Thrawn is said in live action is kind of that got me the most questions. I yeah. have a lot of people that watching yeah. Mandalorian well, right now. Like, they don't hold your hand. They're like, if you don't know who that is, go fucking find yeah. out. What We're not going to yeah. tell you. Well, like, yeah. and it's kind of cool because it's like a way to force people to like go back and engage with other things too. Like, uh-huh. to figure it out. Yeah, we'll get into Mandalorian next week, but like, it's yeah. <laughs> there's just so much going on. It's uh. Fuck, man. That's the crazy thing is that we've talked about, like, the crazy new developments in Star Wars for, like, what, an hour and change already, and we haven't even literally spoken a breath about, like, what's happened on the Mandalorian. I think your plan of going through these... insane. (laughs) Kind of week by week. Yeah, dude. It's it's just, like, honestly, I said it the other day that, man, like, I don't know if, if... there has there have been very few times other than right now that I have been this excited to be a Star Wars fan. I think in particular, just be, like I would say I'd compare it to like 2015 when Force Awakens came out, probably 2017, first time we went to Celebration, you know, well, right now. It's funny because it, it was around this time last year that like we I was flying out to, to Denver. I know, it was, yeah, see, right? Almost Rise exactly. Skywalker and like, I, I so it was like less than a year ago that I thought there was going to be like another dark era of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, that was well, definitely the feeling after that was done. It's like, wow, that was great, and then now we're gonna have to sort of buckle up and go back to dormancy for a while. Mandalorian was like the only light, right? That yeah. was like yeah. our only hope, right? And like, and I, it was I, amazing. I, I, yeah, like Mandalorian was awesome. I figured, like, oh, they they keep that up, but like, I thought it'd be like they just multiplied it by fucking ten. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. I feel like I, we're gonna remember like before this announcement and like after. Like, this is I just feels yeah. like 
the fucking ants just like ripped out the fucking supports of the dam and like now the fucking we're marching on on or thank and fucking flooding it out with like the amount of fucking Star Wars announcements that are flowing freely because the river is flowing like shit is fucking wild. It's crazy. Shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. Well, that might be the the note that we we should wrap up on is Matt seeing uh, some fergalicious here for the fans. Well. And we didn't you even touch come around my London Bridge. <laughs> I feel like we left out some of the announcements too. Like, well, maybe that uh, was, yeah, we didn't even get into all. I mean, there's the we didn't really talk about the Vision anime yeah. thing. Um, they announced the Taika Waititi movie, which we didn't talk about. Which there wasn't really a lot of details yeah. about yeah, that. We, there was yeah, like this the stuff droid, that had like, some kind of droid thing announced, which I think to me sounded like it was going to be a little animated. Thing that they're gonna, I didn't really get a good uh, idea of what that was supposed to be. The droid thing. Yeah. Well, I, know I, what so if I, I could leave that. you guys with a, a bit of sort of unexpected, unanticipated homework between now and next episode. Here we Check go. out the Lego Star Wars holiday special. I think oh, that, oh, fuck, I was meaning to I was it. thinking the exact same it's thing. It's fucking great. It's like one of the most enjoyable experiences I've had in a while. Yeah. And it, it, hey, that's, that's the the most like most like uh, advanced Star Wars you get because it's it's uh, after the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. Yep. It's it's great. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's a good out. that's a good like thing, good way to to end because it'll be uh getting towards Christmas. But yeah, right, yeah. we've got a fucking fuckload still to talk about. Like I said, yeah. I feel like we haven't even touched the tip of the shipberg nope. when it comes to <laughs> and like you said, yeah. that's after that whatever. Too. It's been an hour and a half or however long, and like I feel like fuck, man, we're 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 just we're just scratching the tippy top. Yep. Yeah, we got work to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I'm fucking excited. I see the only time actually, one, I think Danny, you just said it that like the reason it's so much more exciting right now is that like it was pretty much set that we were gonna be in the midst of another long dark period of yeah. okay, maybe 2022 is gonna be the next movie. And granted, a lot of these things aren't gonna come out for a while, but but yeah. the fact that it's just all being announced is is just a lot to look forward to. I'd say compared to yeah, the, the only other time that I would say I was expecting as much of a like dark period was probably after fucking Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I remember very clear. I remember exactly the moment I was no, I, scrolling I think, through Facebook. I think we talked about it. that after we like yeah. got, got out of the movie last year. It was like, this is just feel like a. It's that same feeling of I oh man, this is it's over now. Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, and it's just crazy. And I remember I was I was on a fucking boat in New York, wait, waiting out Hurricane Sandy when I fucking saw the announcement that Disney had bought Lucasfilm and there was going to make episode seven, eight and nine with, you know, the original actors. And I just like, like, that's like the, the only time I can kind of compare it to now. Cause it, like you said, it was just where you expected yep. 
not we knew there was going to be stuff, but nothing like this, and nothing. Yeah. I, not I did not expect this many things at once, and I would assume probably many of these announcements would have happened at celebration. Yeah, some of them is. at least. Yeah, probably but is. we didn't get that, and then I was like, God damn, we're we're going to get at least a virtual celebration where we're going to get some announcements, and then we got fucking nothing for months and months and months. Now it's just like, yeah, it's Christmas, Christmas early. Life day is early. <laughs> anyway, oh fuck. Well, yeah, that was fun. Uh, good to good to catch up with you boys. And yeah, fucking a. If you're if if you're all up for it, we should uh, we should try for week. it next weekend, and uh, we'll keep this train fucking rolling along. Let's do it. Good. Yeah. All right, boys. All right. Happy uh, holiday, Stokin. <laughs>